What is good, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. Welcome to the show. Uh, today's episode's a little bit different. It's a treat for you indefinitely, though. Um, I'm actually recording this outside, so a little bit different setting. But um, I actually have a special guest on the episode today. I have my good friend, Susan Niebergall, on the podcast. We had an amazing conversation about literally everything from cravings to um, fat loss as you get older to, um, you know, your excuses to, I don't even know, man, like literally everything. Like this, this podcast episode is definitely full of gold nuggets, especially if you're struggling. We talk about a ton of different struggles that most people face, the most common places people go wrong. Um, we talk about different diets like keto and fasting and all these different things. And it is just a plethora of value that I know you're going to listen to and love. So, um, yeah, if you guys don't already, you are going to want to follow Susan because she is fucking fantastic and she puts out some amazing content. So I hope you enjoy this episode. One quick second. Hey there. What up, girl? What up with you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Really good. Awesome. Awesome. What's going on in Indiana? Uh, some really shitty weather right now, but I love yeah. rainy days. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm all about a good rainy day. Oh yeah, without a doubt. So, thanks for doing this. Uh, I know we just here the other uh, week did yours, but I uh, I was really wanting to get you on mine. So I appreciate you scheduling this. In. Oh, absolutely. This is gonna be a blast. I love it. Awesome. So how are you? How are things? Good. Everything is great. Um, yeah, super busy. But um, yeah, going up to New York tomorrow for a, some more filming for the Inner Circle. And um, yeah, just kind of taking it all in and, and keeping myself super busy. How about you? Same stuff. Same yeah. stuff, different day, you know. I want to so. ask you about the donut thing. How's the Daily Donut going? It looks uh, like it's going great. Extremely fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's it's. Uh, it's great. Every like I'm getting I keep getting messages. People are like, wait, like you're the leanest I've ever seen you. And like, are you really eating a donut every day? And I'm like, oh, yeah, without a doubt. It's, it's great for sure. Well, number one, yes, you are really looking super lean, by Thank the you. way. And and number two, yeah, the donut thing is great. But I have to ask you, do you go do you have like a special donut place you like to go or do you spread it around? So uh, I, I like to share the love, so to speak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> see. See, part of me, I have two different trains of thought with this. Like, part of me is like, I consider myself like a fine donut connoisseur, ah. but I'm also like a donut whore, and I'll take anything I can get. So, <laughs> on that's both the spectrum. best of yeah. both worlds, though. <laughs> now, in my city, I, we have this nice, this really cool little mom and pop donut or this bakery um, uh -huh. that that's it's uh, it's called Need the Dough, and it's it's just this mom and pop amazing little bakery that their donuts go and win like huge like national level contests so mm. um i get a hug usually when i go in there but um, i bet <laughs> but i prefer their donuts but sometimes my schedule's weird and it's like 11 p.m and i'm like oh i gotta get my donut um, <laughs> so i gotta settle for like a kroger donut but you know <laughs> oh i gotta get my donut in hold on it's 11 yeah. p.m wait a minute <laughs> yeah. So I've been doing pretty good at going and getting like, you know, like half a dozen and eating on them for like the next couple of days. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I love it. I love what you're doing. I think that's amazing. What's actually funny is what I want to do <clears throat> um, over in St. Uh, so St. Louis is about a three hour car ride from me. So it's not mm -hmm. bad at all. And there is a uh, there's a donut trail I want to go do. <gasps> 
Like, you know oh. how there's like whiskey trails or bourbon trails? Yeah. Or beer? Well, there is over the course of over in St. Louis, I guess, over the course of like 80 miles is 12 donut shops. And they have this thing where you can go get the specific donut passport and you go get it stamped at every donut shop. So I'm thinking about making a, a big day out of it and getting my videographer and going on a good old donut trail. So, Oh, you have to do that. You have to do that. <laughs> Oh my God. And those of uh, all, those of us spread out all over the place will live vicariously through you. Oh, without a doubt. Without oh. A doubt. oh my God. That just sounds heavenly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. I'm going to have to do that. I just got to yeah. time it right. Cause that's a lot of fucking donuts in a day. So <laughs> that's a lot of donuts, but it would be good. <laughs> like maybe combine it with a 10,000 calorie challenge or something like that. I don't well, know. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that would be good. <laughs> that would be good. Awesome. Well, we're going to keep this pretty nonchalant, pretty laid yeah. back. There's a couple things specifically I want to um, talk you, to you about with your expertise that, um, that I think will give everybody some value. But um, before we get into all of that, go ahead and you know, talk a little bit about who you are, your story for those of you who don't know uh, who you are. Yeah. So uh, Susan Niebergall and, and uh, I uh, have an online business, Susan Niebergall Fitness, and I work with Jordan Syatt in the Inner Circle. Um, and I am uh, going to be 59, actually, in a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. Um, and and I, I, I have been kind of a, a, a gym rat for a while, but I've been an expert yo-yo dieter for like 30 years, probably. I was on Jenny Craig way back in the 80s, somewhere in the mid-80s. Whenever Jenny Craig came out, that's when I went on it and uh, lost 50 pounds, um, you know, it came off and I did what they told me and it worked, but it didn't stay off. Obviously it, it never does with stuff like that. So, um, I spent the next, I don't know, however many 30 years, whatever, um, going back and forth within those 50 pounds, I'd gain, um, a, a handful more, lose some, gain a bunch more, lose some. So I did that whole thing for the majority of my life. Actually, if you look at the years, it's almost all of it. Um, and through, throughout that time, I had worked with a bunch of different trainers and things and just started, I loved going in the gym, but the problem was I just didn't have the nutrition piece down. So I kept losing and gaining weight all the time, um, but still had a love for working out. And so I come into the fitness background from a, from an educator background. I was, um, a school teacher and school counselor for 33 years and retired a few years ago. And while I was doing that. I got certified as a trainer um, because I thought, well, I love to talk to people and I love to work out. This is perfect. Um, and it actually has been perfect um, in so many ways. It's a great marriage. Um, and it wasn't until probably four years ago when I hired Jordan to be my online coach that I started really really permanently changing everything. Mindset came first, nutrition and training, all of it. Mm. it just, and yeah, starting at, I think I was 54, 53 or 54, nice. 54, something like that. So generally, I mean, really my message is to everybody that seriously, it's, it's, it's not too late. I mean, it's just not too late. Um, and I used to think it was, I mean, I thought, you know, menopause, perimenopause, all that that that's just how it was going to be the belly fat and all that stuff. But that's wrong. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, it does take some work as you and I both know, this is mm -hmm. not like sit back and let it happen. You have to make it happen. Um, and, and I do think as you get older, it is 
a little bit more challenging for a handful of reasons, but um, it's more than doable, you know, and that's just kind of what I want to tell everyone. I'm trying to like yell it from the mountaintop. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's great. Well, and that's, and that's the thing is, um, and that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today is from the, the female, not only from the female side of things, but from the, the female, but the, you know, getting, you said you're, you're going to be 59 because a lot of my, the people I work with um, are around that age. And yeah. the thing is, I, it, can't, it blows me away how many people literally act like their life is over versus a crazy amount of people I know. Their prime and their best uh, state they're in is once they've been over 50. Yeah. 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 You know, it, it, it's interesting. I can relate to them to a, to, to a big degree because I felt the same way. I mean, literally, I just looked at myself one day. I remember this like it was yesterday, standing in my bathroom, looking at myself going, what the hell has happened to me? You know, Mm -hmm. it's like it came on overnight. Of course it didn't, but it seems like it did. And I just thought, well, okay, they say your metabolism slows as you get older. I guess that's what this is it. You know, this is it. This is as good as it's going to get, you know. Um, And I was looking for excuses and I was sure it was my metabolism. And like most people our age assume that. And I had all these tests done and my doctor just came back and said, no, your metabolism is fine. And that's what it's, and and I just want to let everyone know that that's what it's like for most of us, almost all of us. Our metabolism slows a little bit, but not enough for us to blame it for everything. Right. I mean, it just doesn't. And so um, Jordan had me look at, at first that news was, was not what I wanted to hear. Obviously I was looking for the quick fix. Go figure. You know, I was looking for, okay, you're going to give me some medication and then that takes care of it all. And, and as it turns out, no, there was no medication needed. And um, what I wasn't seeing at the time was I control all of this. Thing. Yeah. You know, that's a great thing that it wasn't what I needed to hear that second. But once I started thinking about it and talking it through with Jordan and, and other people, it's like, no, this is actually really a great thing that I can in fact control it, you know? And so that mindset shift was, was significant. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Cause if you, that, that's the thing, what I try to tell everybody is that, that I work with, if you don't get your psychology in order, the way you're thinking about this whole game, there's no amount of physical that you can do until you get your, your headspace straight, you know? Yeah. I totally agree with that. And, and I think that that is something, it's not a switch that you're going to go in one day and flip. And then all of a sudden you're on the other side it's not going to work like that, but it will take some practice, um, some self-talk, some, some, you know, shutting down those demons that want to pop up into your mm-hmm. head. You know, it just takes practice like anything else. And sometimes you're going to be really successful with it. And sometimes you won't be. And all of that's okay. The awareness is what it has to start there, you know? Um, and so I, I think over time, it just, it will start to change. Yeah. And that's what, and that's what happened with me. You know, those demons, by the way, are, they, they rear their ugly head with me, you know, every now and again. But the difference now is that I basically tell them to shut the hell up. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, instead of letting it all consume me. Yeah. I now know what's going on and it's like, I understand why they're there. I mean, they were there for most of my life. So I get it. Well, and I think I'm glad you really, you're bringing this up because I think a lot of people feel like whenever, like, let's say someone's been successful at this uh, fitness and fat loss game for a while. Like you, you know, you said you start, you said you've, it's been like five or six years you've been successful at this so far. Yeah. Yeah. So 
and that, that's a long time to be winning. You know, that's yeah. a long time to, you know, you, you would think like, it's easy for us to think that like our old habits are gone because it's been five or six years. But I think people underestimate how hard old paradigms die. Yeah. And a lot of times I almost wonder if they ever truly do. That's why, like you just said, a lot of times the, you, this, the, some insecurities, some, um, you know, negative self-talk or negative thoughts will still come back up and you still have to be on the offensive to keep those at bay. Oh, absolutely you do. And I think that's super important, but it's cool to realize that you can do that because yeah. God bless the power from that is like, yeah, I'm in control now, you mm-hmm. know, and, and that just solidifies it every time that you can kind of, you know, squish those demons back down where they belong. Um, it's just like, no, I'm just going to get on with what I'm doing. Okay. So what this, if the scale went up or, or whatever it is, you know, um, it's going to go back down. I know that now, you know, or or whatever the situation is, just being able to um, control in that way is incredibly empowering for anyone. Yeah. Well, I think this is why um, I, where self-awareness, in my opinion, comes in super handy and why I would almost say self-awareness was one of the biggest assets in this fat loss game is the fact that like you're aware your demons are going to come back or you're, you're aware the scale is going to fluctuate, but it doesn't mean shit. Or you're aware that, you're going to plateau probably within the next four months, or you're aware you're not going to be motivated every day. I think just awareness is one of the biggest, most underestimated um, keys with all of this that people really overlook. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. I love that. And I so agree. Um, Yeah, it is. um, It is something that I think people take for granted or, or it's just not, it doesn't even really come up, but just awareness. And even, yeah, you know, and, and I know, I think I've heard you say this too. Um, I, I have people sometimes instead of going right into tracking calories or doing something like that, I'll say, spend a week or so and yeah. just write down everything you eat, become aware oh, of what you are putting in your mouth. Every yeah, single I, day. I, I don't, don't, don't worry anymore. About, I yeah, just right? go ahead and D- give a, a calorie guideline. I don't, and I think other coaches, I think actually disagree with me that this is how I go to about, go about it. But before I'll ever give anyone a calorie guideline in terms of what they should be eating, um, I, I always make them do at least a minimum of seven days of tracking before I'll ever give them any recommendation whatsoever. Yeah, I just think, I think that's so valuable just for the awareness piece yeah. of this is what I'm putting in my mouth every day. And, and, and even if you don't know the exact quantity or the calories attached to it, who cares about that at first? But just realizing what you're putting in your mouth, that be, once yeah. you become aware of that, things start to change, literally, right? Before any guidelines, before anything, because yeah, you're well, aware of and, what you're putting uh, in your I mouth. Putting it whether one. on paper or in an app or even in the fucking note sections on an iPhone, um, even like uh, the fact that you're putting it in concrete, you're like, okay, I'm literally eating seven slices yeah. of pizza. Oh, wow. I probably shouldn't eat seven slices of pizza. And that's, I'll tell people, cause yeah. I'm sure with your clients, it's the same way you have like your stereotypical type a personality who the more numbers and more complicated you can make it, they thrive. But then you have your total opposite into the spectrum yeah. where you say the word calories and you can see their blood pressure like instantly spike. <laughs> well, in, in what? Oh, a hundred percent. Absolutely. And I was just gonna say, and, and a lot of people I work with too, the interesting part of all of that is, you know, you don't have to be an app person to do all that, you know, because 
us middle agers um, didn't grow up with this shit. And so um, it is not necessarily uh, intuitive for me to say the least. So I am one of those that, um, hey, if you don't want to use an app, get out a piece of paper yeah, and a pencil. You know what? Well, that and, works and here's too. the thing is when, with what, I, what I'll have some <laughs> of my clients do that like can't handle even the word calorie. And it's, and, and, and it's just not appropriate yet to like, let's say the time to have them start tracking and counting calories, just having them log their food in terms of like one turkey sandwich, three pieces of pizza, one bottle of water. Yeah. Most of, most of the time people yeah. will instantly, not instantly, they yeah. will, they will already start losing weight, just being more consciously aware, even if they don't even know what kind of calories associated with the fact that they're cognizant and aware of what they're putting in their body. They instantly will, will, will start losing weight and eating in a deficit almost unknowingly. A hundred percent. And I see that time yep. and time and time again. I feel like it just Absolutely. takes on one, one side, it takes it to the, uh, just another level of, um, of being serious about it too, is, you know, if, uh, imagine if every dollar you spent, you had a budget book and you wrote every dollar you spent, you, you know, you bought a, you went to McDonald's here and spent a dollar and then you went over to the store and bought a hundred dollars for the groceries, but then you ordered on Amazon, like five new t-shirts you're all of a sudden you're like, man, I spend a lot of money on Amazon when I'm drunk or, <laughs> or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's the same principle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's awareness it, and it's not, it, it gets um, overlooked very easily, yeah, without but a it, doubt. it's I think very, that, that very it's, valuable. It's so pivotal. Well, yeah. I, because I feel like part of it also is um, one of my favorite examples uh, is I think I talked about this on a podcast, you know, a few, a uh, few episodes back is, being aware of the obstacles come that, that that's going to come because somebody new to diet, even old to dieting, like in, in, in uh, losing weight and all this stuff is there's going to be a bunch of trials. There's going to be a bunch of test days and there's going to be a bunch of hurdles to jump over. But I feel like most people get into this game and they think it's just a matter of it's just going to be smooth sailing. They get in the calorie deficit and it's smooth sailing from there. And they almost have a false mm-hmm. sense of security that it's just going to be easy and simple and they're not going to have a bad day. Versus as a coach, I believe it's our job, you know, not being like the bearer of bad news, but basically saying, hey, look, there are going to be days where you're going to question everything. There's going to be days you're going to want to quit. There's going to be days that you're going to question everything and regret starting and are going to almost throw in the towel, but you're not going to. And I compare it to um, if, you know, I said, all right, Susan, there's a treasure, you know, at the end of this, you know, go through these woods and there's a treasure within half a mile. And you're like, oh, well, that's it. And you walk into the woods, but it turns out, you know, it's a, it's 17 miles and there's waterfalls and fires and giant lobsters that are going to eat you. Like as a coach and a guide, it's my job to show you, hey, look, look out for turn number three. There's a giant lobster that's going to eat you. Look out for turn number seven because there's a big uh, pothole that's going to try to break your ankle versus, you know, versus just saying, oh, yeah, you just walk in there. Get yeah, the sure. Down. And I feel like with this fat loss journey, it's the same kind of thing. <laughs> it's a hundred percent the same kind of thing. And and I think that's one big mistake. I think we see people make is just, they assume, okay, so this calculation, that's my calculation. So that means automatically means it's going to work. Right. And I'm just going to sit back and do that. And it's just going to automatically happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, um, no, <laughs> there, there, there will be times, like you said, that you're going to want to quit because 
it is going to get frustrating and it's going to get difficult. Um, and then there can be times where you feel like a million bucks, you know, that you are on top of the world. And it's all of that. And, and I think um, if the one thing I would just tell everybody yeah. is you just have to have grit and, so, and people reach out to both of us. I know asking for a hack or a tip or something. And it's like, you know, my tip is mm-hmm. you got to grit down yeah. and do it. That's my tip, <laughs> you know, and it's going to suck sometimes, but you get through that suckiness period by doing it anyway. And then you're going to keep doing it. And then, then it's going to get easier. And then you may hit another roadblock and then you're going to do it again. You mm-hmm. know I mean? Yeah. There's no hack. It is. Yeah. You just well, got to roll up your this, sleeves and, this may be, and this dive is just in. kind of a personal thing. I believe anything that's a pretty, uh, pretty admirable, admirable goal that we have. And I, this is anything. I believe this is everything from marriage to finances, to business, to fat loss, to any, any bigger goal. I believe we're going to be tested. Um, to every every capacity that part of the this game in high levels of achieving it's literally it's guaranteed you're going to be tested to see how bad you really want it whether that's god the universe whatever somebody believes in but i believe it's just part of this game that you know no one ever gets any massive goal um simple and easy and right there every i think everybody has to get tested I, I do too. Mm-hmm. And I think we are better because of it, you know, rather than having it handed to you or finding that easy way out or whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't we all love to just snap our fingers and have something done and it's easy and whatever. Well, but you know, I, and I, I guess I used to always think that that would be the best way to go. Um, but I'm yeah. so, I, I look at things so differently now and I, I think uh, you rise to occasions, you know, and, um, I think we will rise yeah. to the occasion. Now, and we're with your come experience, out because um, of it. Have, having gone through, uh, and this is one thing I wanted to talk about with you, having gone through your years of perpetual dieting and years of wisdom and experience with this and being on, now on the other side, having held your level of success with your physique and your fitness goals and health at for so long, and now at the point where you're coaching other people, what are some of the biggest Susan keys, if you will, to get through the slump of perpetual dieting and suffering and hating your life for the sake of fat loss and where most people go wrong. Well, I think uh, uh, several things. I think um, patience is the biggest because I never had that. I was always looking Mm -hmm. for the quickest thing, the newest thing. I would never let anything. I would never stick with anything long enough to let it happen. Um, and, and I look back on all that time and think it's because I didn't know, I didn't understand. So educating yourself now is so important to understand how everything works and why it is important to have patience. And, and yes, with the day that you quit, don't quit Keep yeah. going because you could see success the next day or two days later or something, you know, and I honestly think that was probably me. I kept quitting right before I was about ready to see some success. So patience, you know, we use that word all the time and I'm sure people get tired of hearing it. And I get, I understand that because we say it all the time, mm-hmm. but it's, it's because it's that important because um, it, you really have to understand what that means. And I know people tell me, um, patience, I but... time, <laughs> and then they're okay. They're yeah. okay with it until it starts taking time, you know? Um, so it's truly grasping what patience is. And then that is related to this. And this is probably 
I mean, even bigger or a continuation of, and that is get rid of Mm. a timeline or an end date. Just get rid of it because that's what changed my life. And I am totally convinced of that. Once I got rid of the, um, I should be losing weight by now. I should be stronger than whatever by now that I should be. I should, all the shoulds that come with timelines and expectations, they're killers. They're killers. Um, it'll, it'll kill anything that you're trying to do. And if you can really legitimately feel like this is my life's journey here, there's the, the end date is when I'm buried in the ground. That's the end date, you know? So, so let's forget. I should be in a month having lost four or five Mm -hmm. pounds, whatever. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter whether it's one month, two months, five months, who cares? And then, and then the other part to that is if you can truly do that, well, then this shit becomes fun. You know, it just becomes fun to be able to go into the gym and work on goals and focus on getting stronger mm-hmm. and all the I stuff love that. that comes with now, that. Now, I want to back up for just a second because you said something that reminded me of a conversation I was having with one of my clients and I want to hear your thoughts on it um, because I totally agree with every ounce of what you just mm-hmm. said. Um, now, here's a common rebuttal I hear uh, and I've heard this from my clients and you know, like I have the normal stuff I would say to this, but I'm curious what your response would be. Um, this was like verbatim a conversation I was having with mm-hmm. one of the ladies I coach. She said, Jared, yes, I get it. This is a long-term thing. This is a, you know, uh, how um, it's all about happiness and sustainability. And there is no, you know, specific date, but I just want to lose a bunch of weight now to get me motivated to keep, to, you know, to get my feet off the ground, to get some momentum. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I hear that too. Um, (laughs) The whole jumpstart kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I know the whole jumpstart thing. And, and um, there are some people I will say, I think there are truly some people that could potentially do some sort of um, coached rapid fat loss thing. And I say coached, meaning you're just not doing it yourself and picking numbers out of thin air and doing it unsupervised, but a coached, well thought out rapid fat loss program for a very short period of time as kind of a jumpstart. But that is so few people that can actually understand why they're doing it and what it and what that's doing for them. Most people use Mm -hmm. it as an excuse to not have to work, to not have to put in the work. And um, they truly think that once the scale starts moving, they're going to be happy. It doesn't work that way. That's not where happiness is. And that's not where motivation comes from either. You're not going to be more motivated to keep right. that up because you're not going to be able to keep that up. And so then what's going to happen when you can't keep that up, then, then you're going to be unmotivated again. So it makes zero sense for most people to approach it that way. Um, it, it's also trying to look for motivation. And, and I think it's not something to be found. Motivation is just not something that you're going to be found because I lost weight. Now I'm motivated or I hear the song I'm motivated and, you know, or I, I heard someone speak now I'm motivated, you know, create it yourself by setting sure. these yeah. mini goals. And I have no problems with little mini goals. I, I, I have no problem with that. If you want to set yourself some little mini goals along the way, I prefer to have people set mini goals in the gym. That's just kind of how I would like to have them focus on things because it gets them off of, a weight focus because they can become some people can become a little over obsessed with the numbers and 
you know, so, so we kind of, okay, let's get that first push up. Here's what we're going to do to get that first push up, or let's start working chin ups or what, you know, whatever, a goal that we can mini goals along the way. That's what makes all this fun. Um, as opposed to checking the scale every day. And I was listening to your podcast that just uh, earlier today, actually, that you did on the scale. Um, and so many great points from that um, about just comparing numbers. And, um, you know, even if somebody were to do a little rapid fat loss thing and, and for a week and drop some yeah. weight in a week, you, know, you have to take that with a grain of salt too, <laughs> you know, um, what that truly is. Um, yeah. And just be well, ready for it to go back up. <laughs> anyway, look, long-winded way i guess of just saying um i i don't believe right. that most people That's can well, handle no, that kind of thing it. i just you, don't No, I, I loved all of that because i and this is where i've been told i sound like a politician and i fucking hate politics but a lot of the questions i'll get asked and i'm sure you're the same way it all starts with well it depends it's contextual well compared to what because very few things very few things in my yeah. opinion is a complete black and white answer. Like I'll get people that'll be like, uh, Hey Jared, I weigh, you know, 150 pounds, uh, five foot six with a moderate, you know, level job. How many calories should I eat? I'm like, I don't fucking know. How many have you been eating? How many makes you happy? Yeah, right. Do you have a medical condition? Right. Like it's so contextual. Yeah. It's not even funny. And that's why yeah. I think a lot of this is just like you said, even like with like a more rapid fat loss protocol. And I've conducted those. I, I had, and I, I don't do a lot of them, but with certain clients, I have gone through like, let's say maybe two to three, possibly four weeks. Um, it just kind of depends again <laughs> of like a, a more rapid fat loss protocol, but it's under that, it's under that understanding that, Hey, listen, a lot of this is going to be water weight. Hey, this, this is not sustainable for like ever. Or like I had a girl that was going into the military and she was behind her, yeah. on her deadline and we had to get her weight dropped like ASAP. And I literally said, do not go tell your friends about this. This is not sustainable or arguably healthy, but mm -hmm. you have to like ship out in like two weeks. So here's what we're going to do. But the problem is I say this, yeah. like, here's the thing you and I are talking about this. I promise you, we're both going to get DMs within the next week saying, Hey, 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 that rapid fat loss protocol. You were talking with Jared. What is it? Like, I know it's not sustainable and I know it's, it's, yeah. you know, only few, so yep. few people can handle it, but I, I just need a jump start. And, and the sad thing is those kind of, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, those kind of people are not the people we're talking about who should do this. Oh, a hundred percent. And, and, and what's also sad about that is I understand their desire for, for the, for that because they've been so frustrated. Um, so it's, it's, it's about a frustration level of not having been successful for whatever reason um, either at most probably from adherence, um, but they're not being successful. And so they're frustrated. So they want this quick little something because they think, okay, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to feel better about myself. And, and, and all these things are this, you know, the sun's going to come out and it's going to be glorious. And no, and you and I both know true happiness. That's not what it is. People think I'll lose 10 pounds. Yeah. I'm going to be so much happier. No, you won't. <laughs> it never works that way. We all think it's going to work that way, but it never does. And so, and so that's why what you and I are trying to do is teach people sustainable long-term habits where they yeah. can truly be happy all along the way, you know, um, and, and just enjoy, enjoy oh, life. God, you're eating donuts every day. How great is that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, no. you can't do that on a rapid fat loss protocol, you know? 
I mean, so yeah, I, I, I agree. It's definitely not for everyone. Um, and, um, those that do do it usually understand more of the bigger picture. And, and, and the other thing is I would never have anyone do it more than once, twice a year. People seem to think I'll do that every month. No. Yeah. Well, and and here's the other thing. It's hard on your body. uh, I've noticed this, um, a lot in this this is i i was unfortunately i'm not clever enough to come up with this example myself i heard this example from a gentleman named andy frisella he um he uh i I, well he he, i'll show i'll give you the example here in a second but basically the big problem that i see a lot of people doing is they're trying to do every single way to ramp up intensity to mitigate the time and patience piece to all this they're like oh if i work out two hours a day in the gym instead of 45 minutes three days a week I'll get there faster. Ah. Or wait, if I lost weight, you know, cutting out 300 calories a day, what if I cut out a thousand calories a day? Or instead of doing two to three sets, what if I do seven or eight sets? Well, if instead of doing only strength training, what if I do strength training and cardio twice a day? Like all these different avenues where they're trying to ramp up intensity to mitigate time. And that, and the way, then the best example I've ever heard was, that's literally like having a birthday cake recipe. Imagine you have the world's greatest birthday cake recipe. And once you get all the magical ingredients in the bowl, it says bake at 400 degrees for 40 minutes. That And what everybody's doing, they're trying to go, oh, wait. If the instructions say 400 degrees for 40 minutes, what if I crank that bad boy to 800 degrees for 20 minutes? But we all know with cake, <laughs> that's, you're going to have a burnt piece of shit that stinks up your whole house. Yeah. But people take the same approach yeah. to fat loss. They're like, wait, yeah. if I cut out 300 calories, what if I cut out 1,000? And just and there's no – in no yeah. spectrum or space yeah. can you mitigate time. I am so glad you brought that up because, gosh, that I get that so often. The, 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 the question I get all the time is, you know, a general overview of what they're doing. Should I add two more days of hit, one more day of boxing, three more times of running per week, and then maybe extra cardio every time I lift? It's like, <laughs> and no, never. never once does anybody mention nutrition in there. It's all like ramping up, like you said, the intensity, because that's going to be the answer. And no, it's not <laughs> the answer. And God, yeah, it's just that cake example is perfect. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have like a piece of charcoal <laughs> that's going to stink up your house and it, it it won't work, you know, and, and so it won't work with fat loss either. And it's just another way to try to shorten the time, get the easy, not no. the easy way out. Cause I can't imagine that would be easy, but the short way out, you know, they, they don't want to yeah. put in the time that it will take, but if they look, if they could look bigger picture, um, gosh, life could be a whole lot better if you just kind of adhere to something over the course of time and, and, be consistent with it not perfect that's a whole nother story about having to be perfect and yeah um yeah, yeah. and let things happen gosh breathe you know i tell people like that for a second and, here. and that's the thing even it's it's part of my no. goal with even my daily donut thing is having even having donuts every day is a fucking extreme i'm against extremes to any capacity but but even having donuts every single day is an extreme norm my normal day-to-day does not have donuts every single day. A couple times a week, if I when I crave a donut, I'll go get right. one. But by no means is even my day to day. I'm like I have to have a donut or two every single day for the next four months or however long I do this. 
But the goal, right. the goal of even that, like on the subject of perfection is why I'm doing the daily donut is because I want to show people you don't have to be perfect, whatever the fuck that means, by the way, Every, who, I don't know who came out with this perfect rendition of what mm-hmm. we consider perfect um, because it's not. And, and that's the thing is, or, or like, like my daily donut or like Jordan did his 10,000 day or 10,000 calorie challenge. And he looked the exact same the next day. You got this little five foot two motherfucker who ate 10,000 yeah, yeah. calories in a day. And he looks yeah. the same the next day. Like that's, <laughs> that's why whenever I see people online, especially, uh, or even in person, just talking about how much one thing, one setting in life will ruin them the next day where it's just, it's not, it's, it's not nothing's that extreme it's it's scary what you can get away with if if consistency is you know being uh being uh what word am i looking for is is in place if you're consistent it's scary what you can get away with yeah oh a hundred percent it is and you know that just brought up a really good point something i'm working on a post maybe in a video about this because I suffered from this confusion for so many years, and I think a lot of people do as well. And that is, you know, after you go out for dinner or something like that, and you eat different foods or you eat more food than what you normally do, you are stuffed and you feel stuffed. And I always equated mm. that feeling with fat. I felt fat. I, I felt fat. So therefore, I must have gained fat. Um, I didn't understand way back then that fat didn't come on me that fast. But I felt fat, so I assumed I was fat. And there's a big difference as to what's actually happening. You know, bloat or water or content or whatever it is, that's the reality of what it is. But my head, it was like, God, I feel so stuffed. I, you know, I am, uh, I'm fat. Yeah. And that well, and, and that's the Boy, thing. That you you just said, this is a, a principle <laughs> that I talk about a lot. Um, not as much as I should. I talk about it more on a one-on-one basis or like in my tribe or whatever. Um we have to learn to fight emotion with logic and data because we're emotional creatures. We all mm-hmm. get upset. We all get sad. We all get stressed and we all let those little demons that we and information we know isn't true. How many times have you ever gotten a message that someone says, Hey Susan, listen, I know nothing happens in the 24 hour period. I just feel blank. Like we all get those, but that's the thing. Feelings yeah. are biased yeah. as fuck. Yeah. What's the data yeah. say? What does logic say? And, and that's the thing is people, in my opinion, really need to get in the habit of fighting emotion with logic. Oh, I totally agree with that. And um, I, I think that's where we all get tripped up, you know, because we are human. And so we're full of emotion. So totally get why all that happens. But the good news about that, too, is we can learn to turn off that emotional switch, yeah. you know, and not let it consume us. And, and, and that's what happens. We let it consume us mm-hmm. and then we can't, we can't keep going. You know, we're, we're so tied up. It's just like everyone tells me when I have consult calls, they say, yeah, you know, I really don't, I don't care about the number on the scale. You know, I just want to look good, feel good, blah, 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 until the scale doesn't move. And then all of a sudden they care. And now they're all like, frustrated because it didn't move as fast as they thought and and they only lost you know four pounds this month or three or whatever you know it's it's all tied up into the emotion of it um you know so Mm -hmm. again it goes back to i think that takes practice it takes practice uh and sometimes you're going to feel super confident with it and sometimes you're not but you keep trying you know um 
No, and I was, yeah, I was just going to say, and you get well, better I, at I it. I think part, like of, part of this game is um, people don't, people have like all these other areas in life that are okay taking years at a time. But fitness is like, you know, the, the redhead stepchild over here that no, that no one likes. That is a whole nother case itself. Yeah. I made a post on it uh, a few months ago. But like, if you think about the, the big stones, so to speak, in our lives, it's like high, graduating school takes 12 years. You go to college. That takes anywhere from, what, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve years. Uh, paying off a fucking car is, what, Yeah, uh, a handful of years. Paying off a house, <laughs> that's a 15 to 30 year commitment. Um, yeah. Raising a child, that takes at least 18, if not more. Uh, fuck, planting a tree will take a, 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 yeah. a hot minute. But when it comes to fat yeah. loss, people are so easily, they're like, well, it's been eight weeks and I still haven't lost, you know, any weight. It, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I totally get that. And I think what adds fuel to the fire right now with that is sure. this whole world of instant gratification that we live in now, uh, I think is just mm-hmm. making that even more prevalent, you know? I mean, we have everything at our fingertips. We don't have to think. We don't yeah. have to do anymore. It's all right there, you know? And it, it, it's like, you know, why Jenny Craig worked for me because they they did all the work. They just handed me all the food and say, you eat this and you'll lose weight. And they were right. I ate that and I lost weight. Yeah. But the problem was I put in zero effort, zero work. And so what happens at the end, they try to educate you they did their best they could i guess back then or whatever but um i was i was in no way shape or form educated Mm -hmm. to survive on my own i was just not you know but i did lose weight and then then i have people say well you know i always go back to keto because that always works for me yeah well then why do you have to keep going back to it if it works for you yeah (laughs) you know that's a big one right i mean that's what i'm saying or uh, another one i hear a lot i hear that for everything oh I did keto, paleo, fasting, whatever. And that's what works. Yeah. And then they, they end up falling off. And then yeah. it, it, it's yeah. exactly like you said. Or this one. I hear this one a lot. Is I know I studied. I hear coaches say this a lot. Or people who have lived in the gym um, for years at a time. And they're like, oh, I know all about nutrition. I know all about working out. I just da-da-da-da-da-da. But, but my question is, if you know, then why? If you know, then why are you struggling right now? Yeah, 100%. And, and I, I, I love when I send out kind of a coaching application to somebody, one of the questions I ask people, basically what their obstacles have been from uh, achieving their goals in the past. And uh, I get people that will write, um, there aren't any obstacles, I've achieved them. And so when I talk to them, I'm like, okay, then why, yeah. why are we How's that going for if you? you're achieving, <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah, yeah right, no, no, right, I'm, right. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. Well, and I also think that's where, um, I think, I mean, this is getting into some, I think in my like pretty deep psychology, but I think that's where, like, what's the definition of knowing? Because there's this knowing doing gap. It's like, well, we know what to do. We just don't do it. But then I would argue, then you don't truly know, you know, if, oh, I know I should work out, you know, yeah. two, three, four days a week. I know I shouldn't eat half a pizza at once, but then if your actions don't change, then I would argue if you do know. I think that's a great point. I think that's a great mm-hmm. point because if you know, Absolutely. then you would do, you know? Um, and then, then I also get, you know, well, 
I don't know. I'm just not motivated to do it, you know? And then it's, I just, and I will say this, and and this is probably the cranky soon to be 59 year old person speaking. Um, And she comes out every now and again, but I just tell, you know, it's an unpopular thing to hear. I'm like, you have to just do it. Stop waiting for someone to light the fire for you. Go light it yourself. Drag your ass to the gym or, you know, make yeah. yourself stay within calories for the first time. You know, I mean, it just yeah. sometimes well, there's no the thing, even in, other in, in, answer. Say, <laughs> they can't find that fire themselves. They need to stumble around in the dark. It's it's one of those things. And, and I used I used to be yes. big on motivation, yeah. like trying to get into some like deeper psychology, like about, oh, like, well, here's scientifically, you know, parts of how to improve motivation and all, all this crazy stuff. But here's the thing that, um, you know, a few years later that I've come to the realization of what I teach is motivation is awesome. Don't it's cool. It's uh, I think it was Jim Rohn that said it's like a warm bath. It's nice, but you can't rely on it. Like motivation. So overrated. So many people have the foundation mm-hmm. of their house and the livelihood of their family on motivation. And it shouldn't your, your, your foundation should be relying on discipline and no matter what happens, you do what you know you have to do. And if motivation's there, awesome. That's like high five worthy. But by no means is should motiv- being motivated be a, a deal maker or breaker. To, oh, absolutely. To be completely Correct. honest. Yes, 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 for sure. Yeah, I, I the, the whole motivation thing just kind of gets under my skin a little bit because I feel like people waste a lot of time waiting for it to hit them, you know, instead of mm-hmm. um, going out there and doing, you know, just don't sit back, be active, go out there and do it, whatever it is, go do it yeah. and keep doing it and keep doing it. Even when you don't want to do it, maybe even especially right. when you don't want to do it, you do it. Mm-hmm. And that's I, when I think it was Tony Robbins corners, who said, you know, um, even on the subject of motivation was t- people are trying to get, people try to get their um, mental state motivated before they get their physical state moving, but it's backwards. Mo- uh, Mo- Tony Robbins, if I remember, I think mm-hmm. it was him that said, uh, motion creates motivation. Whereas whether, no matter what you're feeling, just get up and move and do it. And the act of doing it can start to cause motivation to happen. Who I don't know a single person, whoever was not motivated, went to the gym and came back and did not feel better. Yeah, a hundred percent. I love that, by the way. Mm-hmm. I love what Tony Robbins said. I, I totally agree with that. It's it's yeah. it's it's a, a form. It's just taking action, right? I mean, it's it's taking action, and I think when we all take action on oh, something, we all feel better, um, and that will start mm-hmm. that Momentum whole is positive um, cycle. Good, good, good or bad. So if, yeah, so that's the thing. If somebody stays, let's say someone wakes up and they didn't feel like going to the gym or eating right. If they're like, oh, no, I'm not going to I don't feel like it. I'm just going to stay home. They're more inclined. Now negativity has momentum. Now they're more inclined to eat bad. Now they're more inclined to skip another week. Now they're more inclined to, you know, not clean their house and not make their bed. And everything is momentum generating good or bad. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, wrapping up here, Susan, what would be let's see. I had one more thing I was wanting to ask you. Um. What would, what advice, what tactical, practical advice would you give someone right now who's like they're, they've been so far leading up to this moment, listening to this podcast, they've been stuck, lost, perpetually dieting, don't ha- just have had nothing but failures. 
but now they're like, oh my gosh, game changer. Now what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, my, I would say um, if this is feasible and it may not be for everyone, but getting mm-hmm. a coach um, is a game changer. Um, only about that. And it certainly right. doesn't have to be one of us. There's a bunch of great coaches out there, a bunch of them. And it doesn't, and, and actually, if you're kind of new to the game, I would say mm-hmm. get somebody in person um, and go that route. That, that is just one of those, I say this all the time, because I think that type of direction could be what helps you. The other piece of this is I would scale it back, everything back. Yes. And let's tackle one thing. Pick one thing. One thing to focus on. And maybe that one thing for you could be, I need to eat more vegetables. Okay, let's focus on eating more vegetables every day. You're eating vegetables every single day, and then maybe it turns into every single meal or, or you know, whatever. Um, or whether it's water, you want to increase your water intake because you're not drinking any water. So scale it back, but just focus on one thing yes. for like a month or something. Get really good at that one thing, and you'll see changes from that one mm-hmm. thing. I almost guarantee that. You'll see some changes. And then you add something else to that one thing. And so what you're doing is you're starting to rebuild from the ground floor and you're giving yourself a chance to be successful, to feel confident, which will take you into the next thing. And then the next thing, and then the next thing. And pretty soon you're just crushing the shit out of everything. I think too many people wait till they have this big, extensive, long 18 week game plan where they're like, okay, I'm going to do this week one, this week two, this week three versus it's just like nope yeah. go buy a gallon of water and start sipping on that bad boy until it's gone or you know just just like you yeah. said that's amazing and, and i think people the, the issue probably is that people were like well that doesn't seem like a lot well you know sometimes the changes aren't going to be um super obvious mm-hmm. to you, like a number on a little square thing that you stand on you know um it could there could the, ch- the changes could be a little less obvious but they're not right. any less important, you know? And, and I think that's super important yeah, to understand absolutely. through that. No, I love that, Susan. Um, no, yeah, no, this, this has been good. There's been a lot of nuggets discussed today. <laughs> absolutely, I know, man. I, I can We're talk to you all day. We're going to get together here soon, I think. <laughs> we have to get together and we have without to Without a doubt, you, without Jonas, a doubt. We do. <laughs> and it sounds like I need to come near you because it sounds guess, like that's where I a guess. lot of the good donuts that's, are. That's awesome. Good stuff. <laughs> All right, Susan. Now, if anyone after hearing this is like, oh, my gosh, Susan's fucking amazing because you are. Where can they find you and and learn more about what's going on in your life? Um, I am on Instagram a lot. So it's at Susan Niebergall Fitness. I am on uh, YouTube a whole lot more now. And that's uh, same Susan Niebergall Fitness. Twitter. Susan Ebergall Fitness. It's kind of the yeah. same everywhere. Facebook too. I'm, awesome. I'm a little bit of everywhere. Awesome, awesome. Well, Susan, once again, thank you so much for this. It's been great. Um, we'll have to do this again soon. Uh, so yeah, awesome. Thank you Absolutely. so much. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, th- th- thanks awesome. for having Bye-bye. me, Jared. Great to talk to you. All right, guys, thank you so much once again for listening to today's episode of the podcast. I hope you got a lot of value from this. Be sure to um, follow Susan, definitely, but also shoot her message and just be like, hey, listen to you on Jared's podcast, and it was fucking dope. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I appreciate you being on and listening to today's episode. I know it was a longer one, but I hope that you got a lot of value from it. So, yeah, thanks again for listening in. Uh, Yeah, talk to you next time.